Thanks, Craig, for doing that thing that you do. Craig is not a beaver. He's a recording bear. Craig the recording bear, that's what they call him. Mm-hmm. That's what they call him. Our, our unheard, unseen. Yep. Gotta make sure you get your food locked up. Take care of them picnic baskets. Hey, don't climb a tree. He can climb trees. Oh, dude. Something and not everybody knows that. Oh, he can climb fast, too. Lyle. Hey, dude. Welcome to Game Quest. Thank you. We, we're doing this again. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a time. And it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost been so long that I feel like we should rename the show again. <laughs> yeah. To. Inter- intermittent game quest. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty much how, how you do quests, right? You did that <sighs> one quest on WoW a couple years back, and then you tried a couple years before that. Yeah, and then I come back. So it's, and it's pretty much perfect. Hate all of it. And... Oh, well, okay. Yeah, let's, no, so this, let's try and do this one with a little less hate. This isn't exactly like that. This is a return to form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I brought my... What are you drinking over there? I'm vigorously drinking some water over here. Okay. Some classic H2O. I have what I lovingly refer to as a coffee bomb. Oh, what is in a coffee bomb? It's, um, so Costco sells these packs of Colombian cold brew. Okay. Um, that are like, I mean, you know, you know, you know, the story around cold brew. You're loosely affiliated with a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like that. It's like a nitro cold brew. And then there right. is four shots of cold brew Jägermeister in it. Oh. So, well, I cream. mean, <clears throat> definitely the time for caffeine is about 930, nine, yeah. 945. About, about 942 on a Saturday. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, Game Quest is back. We're going to do this again. And again and again, and we're going to do it every Saturday, and you're going to listen to these episodes every Sunday. That's right. Because that's what's going to happen. And if you don't listen to them every Sunday, uh, the podcast app of your choice will explode. <laughs> so Great. So yeah, uh, video games. Well, I mean, we got to get announcements out off the top, because like, there's something pretty important going on right now. Yeah, what is that? We're celebrating 36 years of me tomorrow i was like it's not your birthday today nah tomorrow dude i mean today tomorrow depends on when you're listening really the time this episode exists it's either (laughs) today or in the past Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so why are we celebrating that now (sighs) i don't know man it's all about yourself is it yeah okay well that's fine i mean so this is a special lyle episode wow so you're like you're like in midlife crisis mode no, no, I wouldn't got that out of the way early. I'm good. Oh, now. good, good, good. Me, yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Already bought the Porsche and uh, returned it because I didn't <laughs> really have that kind of money. Later. Yeah, uh, you know, drove it off the lot, decreased mm-hmm. that price about sixty percent, and then took it back. Yeah. Yep. Hey, congratulations! You made it <laughs> thirty-five years and three hundred and sixty-four days. Boom. I'm not going to count the chickens just yet. But I think you're gonna do it. Yeah, we were talking about cardiac arrest earlier. It yeah. happened. <laughs> Get that diet under control. Hmm. Uh, I am not turning 36 years old tomorrow. 
Cool. <laughs> so with any luck, I never will. Um, <laughs> oh, damn. It's dark. Yeah, yeah. So how about we just talk about video games? Because, all right, all right. Um, here, here's what here's what I think. Um, we don't need to talk about news, at least not right now. I say I think this, but this was a joint decision. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to take credit for it since you're not speaking up. So you were just smoking a joint and just decided? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and me and j- j- jointy. <laughs> Creative. It's a joint's name. Or ta- yeah, and, ta- and you know what? That's what six years of education will get you. Six years of higher education. Higher, yeah. In a creative field. (laughs) In arts, some might say. (laughs) Dumb bullshit like that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, Lyle, as you can see on your screen right now, I have brought to the table a little game called Card Shark. I am seeing that. It sounded better than it looks. I mean, no, it looks better than it sounded. And also the gameplay looks like something I wouldn't be into at all. I... Yeah, do you like um memory puzzles and also um many mini games? I sure don't. Oh, I thought you'd say yes to the mini games thing. <laughs> Maybe the mini games thing. Maybe the mini games thing. Yeah, so Card Shark, um here's here's the thing about Card Shark. Um it is a game about uh magic card magic. Uh-huh. And trickery and deception and uh not much else because <laughs> I mean, there's a story in there too, but yeah, you, you go through this game and you, you basically learn, what is it? The, uh, three card Monty. Well, the first, the first thing you do is you are a lowly peasant servant to your mom and, uh, relatable. The, the shady guy here, the, the count de St. Germain, uh, he shows up and he's like, Hey, I'm just playing cards with this guy. I want you to cheat for me. I want, when you pour him wine, I want you to look at his cards. And I want you to wipe the table in a specific way to tell me what he's got. How that automatically turns into a win, I'm not sure. Um, Throughout this entire game, the actual games that are being played, because let's let's be honest, there are different card games. Uh I don't know what they're playing. They're just throwing (laughs) cards in a stack. And they're like, okay, now we're going to cut the deck. And then we're going to shuffle and deal some more cards. Like... Okay. If you're a fan of actual card games, you're not going to like this. Okay, because I thought for sure that's what was happening here is like actual card games. No, there is uh, no actual card game in. So okay, so I was out. I'm I'm coming back in. I'm peeking yeah. my head in the door real quick. <laughs> so the actual point of the game is not to win the hand of cards. It's just to do your your trickery good. <laughs> nice. Do <laughs> trickery it, good. You trickery good. Thing. Uh, so you you learn how to like spy on people like a child, um, and I don't know. I feel like any serious card player is going to be like, "Why are you, why are you looking over my shoulder while you're pouring that wine?" Right. Um, <laughs> but it does get actually a little cooler. So you you learn like three card Monty, um, like fake. You learn like bottom deals and and like actual card magic stuff. Mm-hmm. Card magic. I guess that's maybe not the right word, but. Um, you learn actual stuff like that. And along the way, you're with this saint dude who has a reputation for being a cheat. And still, everybody has a hard time finding out that you are, in fact, cheating. This one right here. <laughs> you do the old school, like, I'm going to peek at a card while I put it over a reflective thing. Oh, 
Nice. Any third grader is going to see that you're cheating. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it really like breaks down and some of the, like some of the cool elements are like, oh, okay, I know how to do this card trick. It's yeah. just a series of mini games, like timing based stuff or, or I have to remember, okay, up is for a, an ACE and right is for a King and uh-huh. down is for a queen, you know, all that stuff. Well, here's the secret. If you look close at any game, it kind of falls apart a little bit. <laughs> I'm not saying that as like a negative. I'm just saying yeah. like that's how the game is played. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not necessarily um I mean it's not like action, right? Mm-hmm. But uh but overall, I mean I think it's got a really cool style. It oh, kind of yeah. looks like especially when you see some of these like um landscape shots, like it kind of looks like some old school French painting or something. Mm-hmm. And and all the characters have this like puppetry feel to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the close-ups of like the table and the hands and stuff like that remind me of the old flash videos that you find on like new grounds or something oh yeah a little bit yeah. <laughs> a little bit of that yeah. um i don't necessarily feel like in a bad way no it's cool yeah, okay there's a good just passing cards to each other so anyway card truck i feel like it was cool um yeah. there's there's kind of an interesting story so i found out about halfway through the game i'm like okay some of these little mini games are getting a little repetitive but then the story started to be a little more intriguing. So it, it like flipped to where in the beginning, it. I was like, okay, how far are they going to go with these tricks? Okay. I've kind of seen everything they're going to do except for small variations coming up. Um, and then that's when the story was like, well, what about this though? Have you thought about us taking it in this direction? Right. So, yeah. That's cool. A neat game. Um, but I want you, you, uh-huh. Tell me about Diablo Immortal. <laughs> well, I do have a phone, as you know. Um, but that didn't really matter because you can play it on PC as well. And do you also have ten thousand dollars. Other oh, places. Hundred and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Hundred and ten thousand dollars, yeah. Um, so I was playing it for a while and I was like, you know what? It seems like you really don't need these microtransactions. Like they don't seem that important. And I got to like level I want to say thirty-four. And I was like cruising through it. So I was like, oh shit, this is going to hit max like soon, I think. And then uh, 34, there's a slowdown. But it was only, I think, like five dungeons or something like that. And then I was up to 35, and then I could start some new things. So I was like, okay, okay, I could do that. I can do that, like five or, or six dungeons in between each. And then you can just see it grow exponentially. And it was 36, uh, 35, it carried me over just through the quests. And then 36, no quests at all. It was just like, good luck. Go ahead and level up. And I was like, ah, yeah, no. Because it's going to be like this from now on, I bet. And even if it wasn't, I just, I'm I'm not even interested to find out. Because people online are, are saying like, oh, well, yeah, you got you to gotta start putting some money into it. And you could buy like this pack to get a little boost and that pack to get a little boost. And I'm like... I don't buy this or that pack on any game, like no matter what, dude. And I've bought everything Diablo. I bought Diablo Mm -hmm. 3 for, uh, you know, PS3, PS4, PS5, uh, Xbox, Switch, uh, just all the the different things, PC. Everywhere it is. Yeah, and so if a guy's going to spend money on a game, on a Diablo game, it's probably me, except... No, I, I, I couldn't do it. It just, it seemed like all the stuff that you could buy were, it was so unimportant. 
And like, if you buy the one thing, you might as well just buy all the things, right? Except well, yeah. for there's no fucking way I could afford that. So <laughs> I mean, they're, I was out. they're unimportant, but also like super important, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you look at, okay, they want to pad the length of this game, but just, I, they, <laughs> haven't we learned our lesson? <laughs> Didn't battlefield two or battle oh. to teach anyone anything. <laughs> right. And and when I first started playing, I was like, okay, you know, it's it's cosmetic stuff. I feel like cosmetic stuff in mm-hmm. a Diablo game is super dumb mm-hmm. because you want to quest and do stuff and find a cool new sword, and you don't want you you equip a cosmetic sword. It's stats, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And now you're just looking for stats, but like, you know, come on, you want a cool ass looking axe with some good stats, and you're like, oh, look how cool I am, or or armor, more specifically, mm-hmm. like. Oh, I want the badass looking armor. Instead, you buy a cosmetic and it's like, oh, now no matter what armor I have, it looks like this. Mm-hmm. That's a little silly. Like, I feel like that defeats the purpose of a loot game. Yeah. In, in like, what if all your, your Borderlands guns look the same? Mm-hmm. Well, and not, not only that, but it's also like those, those packs that I was talking about, they have crafting materials in the pack. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's insane because I know how many crafting materials I go through in a Diablo game. And there's usually shortcut ways to farm those different things that you do specifically to save yourself a little bit of time. But if I were to buy them, I mean, I, when does it end? Uh, at 110,000. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so like outside, okay, let's say this game came out and had uh, pie in the sky. No microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Is it a good Diablo as as the resident Diablo expert? Is it a good Diablo game? It's a decent Diablo game, I think. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was like really great, but as far as mobile games go, unless they're a direct copy of the original game, they usually suck. So this one didn't suck. Like it was playable. I, I felt like it had enough action and aim and like you could kind of time out some of the skills and things to where it would take a little bit of thought, uh, unlike most mobile games. True. And so I enjoyed that. And of course that aesthetic and the setting and the characters and the Yeah, I can't get enough of that, dude. I love that shit. Sure. <laughs> so it felt pretty good to me, I think. But yeah, not not good enough to fight through the other shit. Yeah, and I can I can see that. It seemed like they just padded their game a little too much because your $110,000 is how many countless hours of just grinding through there in the same sort of situations over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um that I think is the real tragedy, right? Cuz you said all the all the leveling up you need to do is just like running dungeons, right? Yeah, basically it was just uh like rift after rift after rift. You can go out. It says you can go and hit the world up and and go through, but like that's killing like per mob. And if you're doing the rifts, you're getting the per mob kill plus you're getting the end reward. So you might as well just do that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's me. I know you played through Diablo three six hundred million uh, thousand times, twenty six uh, seasons on multiple consoles. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> so you, you're no stranger to going through what is technically the same content over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I literally know the game well enough that the random stuff that they do for the dungeons, I can pretty much predict which way it's going to go. 
like it's autopilot i can i can totally zone out almost be like sleeping and just get through it still no problem god that's so wild to me i mean especially <laughs> we we live in a world where like you know if i go in and i'm not i'm not the lyle of destiny or anything um that mm-hmm. person is not here right now but <laughs> you know if i load up destiny and i'm gonna go grind something i can do any number of things that don't i mean at the end of the day it's all just shooting and throwing grenades and shit but yeah that stuff doesn't feel the same like even like warframe Mm -hmm. how much shit can you do in warframe while you're grinding that is just completely different from everything else oh yeah yeah. unlike a you know on a pulled back view um i just feel like they missed an opportunity from the little i've seen i have i'm not even level 30 um in immortal but from the little i've seen it's like they really missed the boat on the variety lever and maybe i don't know maybe that's always kind of been my problem with diablo i just don't feel a lot of people enough variety don't sink into it far enough to get to the variety portion of it and i don't i'm not saying it's like crazy variety but what i'm saying is that each class has you know probably like five or six sets and then on top of that, there are varieties on each of those sets that you can play on. And then also there's ones that you can do that have no set that are just um, using bonuses from the items to to alter your skills. So there's a lot of different ways to play. And you can encounter a fair bit of variety, but most players don't make it that far because what they want to do is they want to pick the skills that are fun to them and use those skills regardless of what their gear is and it doesn't really work that way you like have to very fine tune and and find the exact path that works for the skills and the gear and you know all that so there's a synergy about it Uh, yeah i guess i just never spent enough time to seriously think about that and i mean Mm -hmm. you know i was i was playing the necro Mm -hmm. and i I mean i I should probably say before i forget if it wasn't for the microtransactions i'd probably still be playing it Mm -hmm. um but yeah, and it's not that just that they're there, it's that you're there in your face. Like every time you complete yeah. a raid, like, hey, now you can buy this. Oh, mm-hmm. oh well, I even sometimes money, that's delicious. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or sometimes I'm just walking down a path, I get a little uh, exclamation that pops up, and it's like, hey, you can buy this thing. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then I close it, and then it pops back up in the same spot. And I'm like, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> if, if I tell you to go away, go away. And that's my biggest thing. There's so many of those little, like, uh, there's probably a name for them, but like the little pip that shows up when you have something new. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I obsess about getting rid of those. And I love games that will give you just get rid of all of them. Sweet. I love it. They're gone now. I don't care what I got. I just want those things gone. Mm-hmm. And they just, they never end in this game because it's always, hey, here's a new thing you can buy. Yeah. Oh, guess what? This one's down to 99 cents. Don't you want to buy it? <laughs> Right. There were some of the things that I was fighting that I was like, damn, that design is cool. Like the, the mob design, boss designs and stuff are pretty cool. Yeah, there's enough in there that I think I could still be playing it if it wasn't for the microtransactions, even if the grind was a bitch. Just I don't like the, the carrot on a stick, especially because I know mobile games and I know that it doesn't really go anywhere super fun. It's, yeah. it's a more detailed, in-depth version of the same thing over and over and over again and i just don't think it has the legs like we already know diablo 4 is coming Mm -hmm. like shit they're already talking about like beta signups 
they it seems like they sent this out to die in a way not only yeah. because of those microtransactions being atrocious but it, like it in in a diablo 4 which we'll get back to in a second mm-hmm. i i can see wanting to grind and get the cool stuff because you know like you said 26 seasons of diablo 3 you got the <laughs> yeah. cool shit and you still have the cool shit yeah. um so does this <laughs> knowing the backlash is here I think I know what the answer is, but does this make you more excited or less excited for Diablo four? I think they're going to make these mistakes again. Like, no, I'm indifferent. I I think that it's going to, I think they're going to stick to, I think they're going to be fine with four. Um, If they, because, you know, they re-released two, they had that ladder system. I, I never got into the ladder system too much. I realize now going back that I was just a kid craving some of the things that diablo 2 was doing not necessarily loving diablo 2 because going back to it it felt very similar to me it felt very very much like the previous experience that i had with it and i remember the slog i remember the fucking pain in the ass of the movement and just didn't feel like fluid there were a lot of things that i didn't like about it and diablo 3 remedied those things and added just a beautiful crispiness and looking at four everything i've seen from four so far it seems to be following that pattern where everything's looking better the sounds are sounding better the uh, yeah i think it's going to be good the movement looks real nice and the, the way that they even the way that they took druid like one of my favorite classes in two and they made it a more mobile experience where it's like more movement and uh all of the you know changing shape and stuff is built into character moves. I think that's sick. Mm. So I'm super excited about four. Don't care about this uh, immortal. It's the side note that I thought it was gonna be, and I was hoping it wouldn't be. Yeah. As it, soon as that presentation happened, everyone in the world that was uh, you know a Diablo fan looked at it and went, "Ah, it looks like shit." And then it came out, and it kind of was. I, yeah, I feel like if it didn't have those microtransactions, people would be loving it, though, because it, it's it's the perfect sort of thing to where, OK, like, yeah, yeah, it's a grind, but it's also a mobile game. You can pull it out when yeah. you're on the toilet. You don't need to sit at your computer and grind. Yep. You can sit at your computer and grind something else while also grinding Diablo Immortal. Like, it's not the excitement of the first probably 14 or i don't know 20 levels or something was pretty real for me i was like oh shit yeah this is great and just taking it around and running errands with val and like riding in the passenger seat and being able to hold a conversation with her while i'm just barely playing the game oh perfect yeah because it's perfect it's like the perfect encapsulation of like a podcast game or something Mm -hmm. and now it's in your fucking hands it's in your pocket 24 7 Mm -hmm. um and I, it's a real shame that the, you know, you said it starts to slow down like 30 to 34. Um, you run through those first like 20 levels. Big quick. time. Like, re- like, I don't even think I'm done with the tutorial and I'm like level 20. Yeah. That's a goddamn shame. <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they had perfected the grind, it would have been perfect. I mean, you know, there's still time. Like, there's still time for them to. Yeah. And that's what I was telling you. Matt, I was saying, dude, I'm going to give this some time and I bet you when I come back to it, it'll be a different game because I probably won't touch it for months. Yeah. And I just don't know that they care enough or if there's incentive enough for them to fix it. Maybe, maybe, you know, it's a free thing. Okay. It crashed and burned, you know, fucking do what they did with the auction house on the other one. 
Yeah, you know, exactly. when three came out, they're like, "Hey, there's going to be this auction house," and they're like, "Oh, this just isn't really working out," and they just scrapped it. It's like they learn no lessons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look at Overwatch two and how it's the exact same thing as Overwatch one, and you're like, mm-hmm, "Okay, that's you true." That either, like, yeah, it's, Man, it's the same could, thing, but worse. But one fewer character per team. Like, we could do a whole episode on the poor decisions over at Blizzard. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> we could do seven of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, God yeah, damn yeah. it. Well, uh, completely unrelated to Diablo, um, I want to talk about Eternal Threads, which is another game I played. Um, all right, Lyle, I know I, I know I asked you about your your puzzles and uh-huh. stuff. How do you feel about walking through a house that uh, six, ten, some number of people, six? Six people used to live in, and now they no longer live in there because they're dead. And you're trying to investigate why they died. Oh and man, is that is that is this sitting in any boxes? Is this, is this, this timeline okay. doing it for you? Yeah, Look at that's this. nice. I like that. It's long. It is long. So, so here's what it does: it triggers a response of upset because what I'm thinking is those are probably things that fill in as you explore and as you look at things, right? Yes. Can you miss any of them? Um, later you can. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's a problem for me, dude. Even yeah, the so slightest thing. Uh. It actually does a really cool thing. So the setup for this game is you are a a future detective time repairer person. Cool. Um, you are sent to the past after this event has occurred. So there's a, a house that was six people in it. Um, there was a fire and it killed all six people. Mm-hmm. So you from the point of which everybody died to a week before you have access to all of that, everything that happened in that house. So these specific moments, which are, you know, on this timeline here, um, mm-hmm. you can pull up that you have future technology. You can pull up this timeline and you're watching them in like holograph form or hologram form right in front of you. You're yeah. there's a little element of you're in this house. It's, it's burned and every, you know, this is after the events, of course. Um, and you're physically, you have been physically transported to this place, but you're watching the memories and there's this little element of, okay, you're, you're exploring, but it's not that big of a house, but sometimes you'll find like a locked door. So you have to watch through these memories and like, Oh, he put the key over there, you know, and then you go over there and find the key and now you can unlock the door like that sort of stuff. Pretty cool. Um, but with this this timeline, they call it the timeline map. You you pull it up and you see, oh, there's like 200 something events. Like there's there's a lot um, from the seven days that you're there. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of like a waypoint. You can set. You can click on one of these and it'll kind of set a waypoint for you. Like oh, go to the kitchen and activate this and watch this. So it's kind of like a death loop in that way. Where you can like bit. mark specific things that you want to check out and then it pops up on your, oh, it's this time of day. Go check out that thing you wanted. Yeah, definitely. Only you're manually moving the time of day sort of thing. Right. Like there, there's not really a time like you don't exist in a world where like the time is affecting you, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you can watch anything in the seven days at any point you want to. Like you, you can watch forwards to or, you know, from. Well. The first sure, Wednesday, we, we know time is not linear. So exactly, well, it's it's a flat circle. <laughs> but so you're you're on this flat circle, but 
you know, you can watch event number one all the way to the end. You can watch the end to the front. You can start mm-hmm. in the middle and jump around like however you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you can highlight specific characters and just watch everyone that they're in. And sometimes you'll run into some where, again, future magic, you can actually change the outcome of like a conversation. So there's like yeah. some dude who's like, man, I'm thinking of getting back with my ex-girlfriend. And in the real world, his friend was like, dude, don't fucking do that. Like, what are you, stupid? Or you can change his mind and be like, yeah, give her another shot. <laughs> and that affects, you know, of new events pop up that like didn't exist before and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the coolest thing about this is it's not. So all those events are kind of like a yes, no. They're one decision or another. There's not like seven different decisions. Um, so it keeps it a little bit more manageable. But it yeah. definitely doesn't seem like the sort of game where, okay, you just go through everything and then change every interaction. Some of those interactions seem to lead to like worse outcomes for people. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's it's actually it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, uh, sounds pretty cool. And then, you know, I haven't uh, haven't finished it yet, but you start to get the feeling that the fire didn't actually kill these people. Because <laughs> one of the first things I notice when you walk in the front door is like, oh, okay, the like right next to the front door is like scorched, right? Like there was a fire right here. Mm-hmm. The rest of the house is not really touched. Hmm. So like, and, and it's not burned down, of course. So like the fire maybe didn't kill these people. <laughs> so then yeah. you start, you know, there's like that level of intrigue and it's all, it actually does a really good job of like these six people's relationships intertwining with each other. And then mm-hmm. like a few characters who come in from the outside, uh, like said ex-girlfriend and, and stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah. It's actually pretty damn intriguing. And you're like a you're like a ghost watching ghosts, which I think is the best way to describe it. Because like you don't mm-hmm. really exist in this spot, neither do these people. And I don't know. It's it's a neat ass game. It's just like a walking simulator, but with actual like not really puzzle solving, but just like a mystery to to unravel. Is this available in VR or it seems like it would be No. No, oh, it's okay. not. Okay. But I, I don't know, man. It seems long. Yeah. Like, I think games like this, I, I think about, I mean, this may not be the case with this one, but if it's like, oh, this future tech and you can jump around time or whatever, I always think about like, oh, maybe you like put on a thing, whatever. You can always integrate the VR into the stories like that. You know what I mean? Or like rigs, obviously you're in a machine, you're looking out. It makes sense. Yeah. Plug into something. Yeah, they definitely could have done that. Like that's not... You know, like I said, you're you're it's not an Assassin's Creed like animus style thing. Like uh-huh. you were you were literally teleported to this place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just like get up and you're like, oh, okay. Welcome to the place. Your job is to save all six of these people's lives. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it was really cool. Um, uh, from what I played of it so far. I'll probably finish it one day. So does um, it have it, different endings? I mean, I it technically does with one you know prime ending where you save everybody right you know so like you but you can see these different things play out yeah you don't just there's not like one thing that saves everybody it's like you have to save each person individually okay like oh okay i'm gonna make sure that this person isn't at the house that day Mm -hmm. you know that that sort of stuff um the thing i think is weird is it did have and maybe it's just a product of like i mean it's kind of a slummy I'll call it an apartment, but it's like a, it's in England. So it's, it's a flat, Um, but it's, it's kind of slummy. It's burned down. It's dark. Like it has this horror vibe to it that never really 
it's it's not a horror game, you know. Yeah, um, I just I think they did really well at that atmosphere. It's just not what it is, you know. Uh-huh. That's, uh huh. I mean, it's kind of cool and kind of disappointing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I don't. Um, I'd have to look up who made it. Well, go ahead and let them know that we could do an alternate thing where you fucked with the timeline and now you got something chasing you fucking to fix it. Yeah, or even like you just have these weird ghostly apparitions just appearing out of nowhere and talking about their um their lives. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let's see. This was made by Cosmonaut Studios. And this appears okay. to be their only game. Cosmonaut, here's my pitch. There's a little boy, right? And he can see these ghosts. And he mm. says at one point that he sees dead people everywhere. Bruce Willis can be in it. Yeah, well, it's, well, he's not really well, good. Okay. Not really good so. Yeah, anyway, moving on. Yeah, we, 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 won't, uh, we won't involve Bruce Willis in this one. It might, uh, might not be a good thing. Uh, more recently, The Quarry. Tell me about The Quarry. That's a thing, huh? So <laughs> It kind of came up quick, too. It did. Well, like, I knew yeah. it was a thing, but like it just. But you just, were thinking it was going to come out in October, like they always do, and then yeah. it didn't. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, it opens on a song that is so contrasty. So you see that scene right there, and you're like, "Ooh, dark and scary, and through the woods and all that shit." Not. And it's it's like this sweet song, and it's real cool, and. Uh, Oh man, the the cast is just crazy, dude. So David Arquette, uh, David Arquette is in it. Ted Raimi's in it. Ah, oh, Ted Raimi. This fella here, uh, Skyler something or other. Skyler something or other. Yeah, he's he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said you said he. So uh, what's happening yeah. here? What's this? Oh, this tutorials, dude. And the tutorials remind me kind of of like uh, Fallout, the way that they do their little characters. And... Yeah, it's like a weird like cartoon. Mm-hmm. Little, the only thing that the comedy, it kind of bummed me out. I don't know if it's the setting that I chose or something like that, but I had to manually get the tutorials after this first one. Oh, weird. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look into it. I barely played it. I just kind of... Just... I, I kind of did the intro a few times to show first to play with Jalen and then she had to go and then to show somebody else. And then I was like, I'm going to start my own. And I didn't get very far any of these times. But uh, what I can say is some of the choices that you make can end up like awkward conversationally. Like they don't it doesn't feel right. Sure. But I think that's in all of these games. Like they always kind of do that a little bit where you say something and then it could make kind of normal conversational sense. And then the other one is just so out of left field. You're like, oh, well, all right, I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> yeah. They've always had those or, or like um, when they just don't react the proper way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when you say something that should be like pissing someone off and they're like, Oh, but, but not okay. even that. So mm-hmm. here, here's the, here's one of the things that bothered me and, and it's so minor. I'm saying it like, it's a big deal. It's not, it's really not a big deal, but there's certain times where something happens in the game and it's a narrative moment. So they have every opportunity in the world to control this in a very tight way, but something happens in the story and the character reactions make no fucking sense. Like something is so stressful. There's a situation. Let's just say 
there's a situation where the big bad shows itself and any normal human being would immediately yell shit themselves run away or something like that and the character is like huh i better go look at it like <laughs> you're Let's you're walking again. you're walking in a basement you find a rib cage just a bloody rib hmm. cage by hmm. itself yeah. and instead of immediately fucking freaking out the character's like oh and then continues to walk <laughs> you're like never in a million years would anyone ever have that reaction ever yeah like no so, i'm not no so like there's those little things that i have complaints about but it doesn't it doesn't ruin the experience because the atmosphere of the game carries it so hard that it's like it's it's really easy to ignore stupid little things like that and just be like oh it's just cheesy horror shit well yeah and you know that's their mo right but i i feel <laughs> like they, i feel like they pull it off well enough um yeah. i i just noticed a moment in this video and uh you know i'll probably stop calling out the video because nobody's watching it <laughs> yeah um, there's a moment in this video that really sold me on this game uh because you know you know i love when stuff just shows up in the background oh, horror stuff that happens constantly and 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 they don't well at least in this one it doesn't in this particular instance it doesn't seem like they're drawing too much attention to it there's tons um, of little little tiny things that you're like oh oh i mean they're obvious but they also don't like dwell on the thing yeah there's not like a, a stinger like a musical like eh, like that that sort of shit i mean that happens in movies a lot not not necessarily in games but mm -hmm. It still happens in games too. Um, so so far, I know you haven't played uh, much of it. How how does it look like it's comparing to Until Dawn? This, oh, love it, too. love it, it. It looks incredible. I was surprised because I, I thought, man, the way that they handled the character models in Until Dawn, the way that they handled the atmosphere, the like the the buildings, the woods, the all that stuff was so well done well executed it's all the games that have happened from them since that have just not added up i think this one surpasses yeah. it and i think that the way that they integrate shit like this uh, where they have like the tutorials that come in where they have the button prompts the things like that they look better they feel better uh oh yeah dude uh, compared to until dawn right there there's the rib cage scene there's look at this rib, there's them rib cages <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it seems like, and I don't know anything about, um, the studio, but all the, all the, uh, dark picture stuff yeah. are clearly like smaller titles, you know, like, mm -hmm. and, and in both scope and it seems like development. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder, is this like main team? Do you think like they did was until dawn their first one? Yeah. Am I am I missing something? What do you mean? Why do I feel like I'm missing a game from them? Man of Medan was the one that came out after that, right? Was there something before Until Dawn, or am I just crazy? I don't think so. Am I just conflating it with uh, with um, Heavy Rain? Maybe that. Maybe yeah, that looks like I am. Okay. Um. Yeah, I wonder if they have multiple studios because, like, the the Dark Picture stuff, like, it was okay for what it was. Mm -hmm. um, especially like the first two. I really liked that last one. Hey, you know what I did? I bought all of them and I didn't play any of them. I mean, I played like I started playing all of them and then I was like, meh. 
they're worth checking out. I mean, they're, I think they're not Jaylen, time sink. Jalen played through all of them except for one. Which one? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think they got better over time. The one, the one that had the, uh, I think it might have been the last one with the like the military thing. Mm-hmm. She wasn't into it. Just oh. off the bat, she was like, "Nah, not my thing." Uh, it gets there. I mean, I bet it does, but I think it's just the setting itself sure. put her off a little yeah. bit. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, I I, I can see that. Um, yeah, it's so if you look at so they had Man of Medan in 2019, right? That was four years mm-hmm. after Until Dawn. Then they had mm-hmm. Little Hope in 2020 and House of Ashes in 2021, and then yeah. The Devil in Me is supposed to be coming out this year. So they have to, they have to have like a small studio off to the side working on the dark picture stuff. Probably. Then the quarry is like the actual follow-up to until dawn, maybe. And then whoever did that VR thing, they probably fucking put them out of their misery by this point and just, Oh, which one there were multiple. No way. There was the until dawn one. And there was uh, the inpatient. Oh, right. Right. There was, there was, it was like a carnival ride thing for the carnival ride shooter. And then there was the other one was like a walking sim thing right yeah yeah Yeah. okay anyway i'm glad i'm glad to hear that that is this is cool the guide good yeah the guide is like a fortune teller in this one as opposed to a psychologist or uh, i don't know detective or whatever the other ones were yeah or like the library man creepy and awesome and i fucking love it but i miss so i'm playing through it i get to chapter one or chapter two (laughs) all right Chapter one or chapter two, and I missed a tarot card. And it felt so oh. bad. And it felt bad because she gets to you and she goes, Oh, well, you didn't bring me the thing. Those are important. Oh, okay. So I guess keep your eyes open for the next one. And I'm like, you don't uh, care. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't care enough. Yeah, dude. It was it was disappointing. It made me feel real bad. Um Okay, so David Arquette, mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, go oh, figure, yeah. but ah, oh, yeah, so good. And he, it puts him in this position where you're like, I think, I think he's a good guy. And then you're like, oh, well, no, 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 because no, all this other shit, he's probably a bad guy. And then you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard, hard to read this, dude. Oh, it's cool. It's just cool. Like, just like in a screen movie. Uh huh. Uh huh. I love that they got uh, Ethan Suppley. To be in this supply, dude. Oh, just <laughs> soaked in blood. Uh, yeah. So that is getting a online stuff. Um, what did the what did the date say? Next Maybe? month. Yeah, on or before like July twentieth or something. Um, you so know what's I bullshit can... about that? I yeah. start working July twentieth. <laughs> oh, that is bullshit. Yeah, we'll we'll make it work. Yeah, I. I have never played through one of these games in a co-op sort of fashion. Mm-hmm. That's why I think you should stop and we should do that. Just uh-huh. just like how we escaped from prison. We still haven't <laughs> hey, killed. We got, I was going to say, we got to finish name? that. Wyatt Thomas. I don't even know. What's his name? Wayne? The dude. I don't know. More on that later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the game looks dope. I <sighs> when When that multiplayer stuff hits, I will absolutely pick that up. Yeah. Yeah, also the characters, uh, they did kind of the similar thing that they always do where they're like, this one's confident and this one's pragmatic and this one's whatever. Um, But you pick them 
at one point, like if you're doing the couch co-op, you can like give somebody certain characters, whatever you can split them four and four. You could go six and two, whatever you want to do. And uh, I picked them based off of the things that I read and I was not disappointed. Like they, they felt and played the way that they said they were going to, which is great because that's not always the case. Sometimes you, you pick something like that and then it just means nothing. Right. Um, but it, it was a good read on the characters and they still even made the ones that were like, oh, this guy's, uh, I don't know, even the ones with the negative traits, they still made them cool and interesting characters and people. So I think it's cool. That's good. They've been working yeah. on this stuff long enough. I mean, if mm-hmm. they, they obviously have talent, the oh, studio. Yeah. So I, I cannot wait for <laughs> the next day already. I can't wait for, you know, the, um, the new dark pictures because it's like a new season and they just continue to get better and now this is out and what what lessons have they learned like i don't know what their development cycle is i'm sure they're not making these games in a year mm-hmm. but like i don't i don't know how that all works it's actually mind-blowing to me and i wish somebody would do a behind the scenes or something yeah. um but yeah they, i just get more and more excited with each new one that i play so i'm i'm ready to check this out yeah uh, but on the subject of horror, uh, the Evil Dead game. This this came out. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to play that. So I know you're not the biggest. Well, at least at least you've never joined me in any of these like uh, asymmetric multiplayer things. Hey, can can we not say never? Because uh, what was that? Evolve? Huh? You've never joined me in the good ones. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Uh, I I actually did like Evolve a little bit. I liked um, Evolve. I'm I'm still a sucker for this kind of asymmetric multiplayer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's room for it to be really good, and there's also plenty of room for it to be really bad. Um, as a, to this day, Dead by Daylight player, um, I'm kind of ready for that formula to be shaken up a little bit. And mm-hmm. I definitely feel like that's what the Evil Dead game does. Um, yeah. So it it pits you, and it's it's so funny. You remember when uh, Resident Evil Village came out and uh, it was supposed to have a multiplayer thing attached to it? No, and I don't remember that specifically. Uh, Resident Evil Reverse. Oh, okay. It was supposed to come out alongside of it and it just didn't. And mm-hmm. it still hasn't. <laughs> so that that was mm. like, that was this in a way. Um, you are a cast of four Evil Dead characters. Uh, so you can be four Bruce Campbells or you can be uh, two Bruce Campbells and two other people or, or whatever you want to be. Um, they have a bunch of different like eras, uh, you know, original evil dead, evil dead Two, army. It's like the guy from the show right there. Yeah. 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 So they, they have, they have the show people as well. Um, you, you're working together to, you have objectives. You have to find three pieces of a map. That map is going to show you where a dagger is and where something else is. I forget. And I'm not I'm not active on the movies, but there it's a movie thing. Yeah. Um, once you get those two things, you activate the Necronomicon, and then you must go protect it from the demons. Mm-hmm. Um, all the while, the the one in the four versus one of this equation is spawning monsters and possessing trees and laying traps <laughs> and trying to kill you. Um, so it's it's That's different. Awesome it's different than the other stuff in that it is not, you're not a single person. 
you are yeah. like spawning mobs and then you can take over one of the mob and then if that person dies then you go back to your like spirit form and and start doing other stuff um mm -hmm. there is a fear mechanic for the the living players um if they let their fear get too high you can possess them oh so you, you can start attacking other players and then they have to either run and hide or attack you or you can be a dickhead and like drop them off a cliff <laughs> run them run them into the because it's got like a um i guess for lack of a better term a battle royale style like uh area that can close in mm -hmm. a death field or whatever um you can run them into run that, them through that. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. then and then dip um it's it's got a lot going on You're, they're like opening boxes to get like weapons and stuff so obviously you can you know booby trap those boxes oh that's um, awesome there's a bunch of callbacks to like the shows and stuff or the, the movies and the show. Um, it's, it's really cool. It is, it is really damn cool. Nice. It uh, looks good. It, it doesn't play quite as good as it looks like there's some jank to the movement and stuff, but I think uh -huh. it's, it's in like an endearing way. Um, the way the comp, like the melee combat works is like just stiff enough, but also it feels like, weighty enough and you have like these finishing moves that you can pull off and you're obviously picking up like different rarities of weapons and guns and ammo and all this stuff um mm -hmm. each like character has like a special ability so you have like defensive stuff and offensive stuff and it really incentivizes you to like work together yeah and it also has like different phases of the gameplay so you know, as you're running around looking for the maps, you're a little more hidden. So you should be like stocking up. And then once you find the map pieces, you're a little more revealed because now the, the demon knows that you're getting the, the dagger and the, what the map or whatever. Yeah. Um, so then it's like more defensive. Yeah. You're a little more defensive. You're, you can do more things like you can technically in the beginning of this game, like hop in a car and start driving around to get around quicker, but you shouldn't. Because mm -hmm. the demon knows where you are when you're in a car and he can possess the car and do all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> um, but once once he kind of knows where you are and where you're going, that the gloves kind of come off a little bit there, right? Yeah. And and you're incentivized to do these things quickly because as the demon does like spawns people and sets traps and stuff, his level goes up and then he gets stronger. So it's like this really good like push and pull where you're both leveling up in a way like you're getting mm -hmm. better gear he's like literally leveling up um like you're most, evolving evolving in a way yeah <laughs> uh that most of these other games save for evolve don't really have like they don't have that that aspect of a more than one like single entity you know like um dead by daylight um friday the 13th your jason mm -hmm. obviously the predator game you're the predator um, there's like AI stuff, but you're still just the predator. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's, it does things in a really cool way and it seems to be popular enough that I think, I think people are going to like it as long as they stay with it. I was going to yeah. say, do you think it'll hold? Because I think that's like one of the biggest things with four V ones. And the one thing that I was most impressed about dead by daylight is the staying power. I have a feeling it will. Um, I, I get the sense that the dead by daylight community is growing a little tired. Like they've updated that game a lot, mm -hmm. uh, but the only way they update it is new maps, new killers, new survivors, mm -hmm. and the occasional like quality of life update. Like they just did a big one with like the UI and stuff. Yeah. The gameplay is still very simple in that game. 
As survivors, you're trying to repair five generators. Once you've done that, you can open an exit and escape. The killer mm-hmm. is trying to kill you. They, they to to kill a survivor in that game, you put them on a hook. If they <laughs> if they, and then this like ethereal thing comes out from the sky. Um, it's kind of uncouth to like camp a hook, right? So, right, you'll you'll kind of go and start looking for more people. They'll get unhooked by one of their friends, but if they're hooked three times, they're dead immediately. So it's it's very straightforward. Right. Like that's that's kind of it. You get skills, you get like a toolbox and a health kit and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has a level of variety in not only your objectives, when which they're, they're the same in every game, in every map so far. Um, but you know, I could easily see that stuff changing. There is like a single player component that has more, you know, little mini objectives for you to do, so they could transition some of that over. Do you think there's also, something to the overlap in the fan base? Sorry, I don't mean to. Oh, I'm sure there. that there is. I mean, you know, you half of Dead by Daylight success is because they put fucking Freddy Krueger in it and yeah, other face. And well, that's what I'm saying is like gaming and like horror gaming and and campy shit. Like, I feel like it just there's a synergy with that. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of obvious when it comes to horror, right? Like, yeah, if you like horror stuff you want to have it in your hands to where it's like, Oh, you know, you watch a movie like, Oh, don't go in there, but you have no agency over that person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. living or dying. But you yourself, you have to force yourself to go through that door because that's where your (laughs) objective is. Yeah. That's, that's an even bigger thrill. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally understand why that overlap is there. Um, And, and I'm glad that we are getting served in a way that makes me happy. Like I think this game is, is good. And, yeah, I think it has staying power. They they just need to update it. They need to, you know, there's there's some like I said, there's some jankiness. I wouldn't necessarily necessarily call it like a problem, but there is some fine tuning that could easily be done to make it a little bit better as far as the movement and stuff goes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when like climbing over stuff, or I think we saw in this video a little earlier, the driving is atrocious. <laughs> it looks the driving bad. is bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like the main point of the game or anything, but it's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely room to improve, but I'm pleasantly surprised by how good it is. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought it'd just be like a fan service thing and that's kind of it, but no, it turned out pretty well. Nice. So did you ever, uh, did you ever play Resident Evil Village? I did not. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I did and I did not, uh, cause I didn't have the money for it. And then I was just browsing around the old interwebs and I saw an article about how they're doing these uh, demos where it's just straight from your browser. Mm. Uh, I wasn't even at my computer. I was laying in bed reading this article and I was like, well, shit, I'll try it out on my phone, dude. I played five minutes of village. That's insane to me. Yeah. You know, you're you're in the bath. You're waiting. <laughs> you're waiting for uh, a counseling session or you, whatever the fucking case may be. Oh, well, I'm gonna check out that new game real quick because I've got like two minutes. Dude, that's crazy to me on a phone. On a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you now understand the promise of Google Stadia? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I already thought I was already impressed. I was already on board and all that, but like actually having that in my hands and trying that out, I, I couldn't believe how, how good it was. And it was like, Oh yeah, well you'll probably experience some connection issues because of your internet connection. 
not once, not even slightly. It was perfect. Yeah. And you know, I don't mean to be uh derogatory or nothing, but like you don't have the best internet in the world. No, nah, I've got Starlink and it's a little spotty. Yeah, you're you're running on some better stuff than you were before, but mm-hmm. the um, speed is great, but yeah, like the stability's a little weird, but I didn't even have any problems with that. Yeah, I think that's that's amazing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it's and and that's what it's to to be clear that it's it's running on the Stadia tech. Um it is uh, and and nobody believed me. It is <laughs> it is amazing how well the tech works. Yeah. Like on honestly, it it doesn't take that much Mm-mm. and it just fucking works. Um you know, it doesn't look as good as it could, but it looks pretty fucking good. And you're you know, you're you're getting what you're paying for, especially, you know, this is a, a demo. Um, well, but the biggest problem with demos for me is that, first of all, I'm not going, I'm not going to go to your digital store and have to like put in my password and load that up and then look around and then go specifically and look at demos and find the right demo and then download the demo and then wait for the download. I'm not doing all that shit. But yeah. for this to be immediately you're playing the demo right away, that's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah, put in your date of birth and you can play some uh some Resident Evil Village. Like and it looks good. It looks good. I, I would say I've probably got a better internet connection than you do. Um mm-hmm. I have I have gigabit internet and it's right. it's like not fiber or anything, but it's definitely hardwired. And I mean there's mm-hmm. no action here right now as I just loaded it up. Like that's how instant it is. You were just talking and I loaded it up. Like Yep. I would love to see a world where this becomes your common like demo destination, right? Like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the concept of Google Stadia was so much better than the execution because they wanted you to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I am getting a little bit of like VR turning happening here. Oh, are you? Like I turn and it like clicks into place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, even it doesn't really hurt my experience. I mean, maybe once I start Especially shooting. Especially not for a demo, dude. Yeah, and I I mean I should be I should be clear. I'm also recording a podcast and streaming video to you and yeah, yeah. doing countless other things at the same time as doing this, you know. So it's it's not exactly this is not how I would experience it first time mm-hmm. if I was trying this. But I mean I I still use Stadia to this day. Like that's that's where I bought Baldur's Gate 3. So that's where I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3. Nice. Uh, and I have a copy of Humankind on there as well. When are they gonna finish that up? Uh, probably sometime. I mean, I'm, I'm not asking them to rush it. I'm just saying, like, I've had it for like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's probably sometime this year, maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, when I first when I first tried it out, when I when the, I decided that Stadia was for me, it's because they let me play Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free mm-hmm. entirely in a browser. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as I was saying, if we could perfect the virtual gamepad stuff, we got it made. Mm-hmm. We got it fucking made, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will never need to buy a game console again. Well, you know why? Because like they said about Diablo Immortal, you got a phone. You got a phone. Yeah. And you don't need $110,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just had to check. Diablo 3 is not on Steam. Shame. I just had to check. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm glad you did because I didn't need that shit. I think you do. Well, not if you can't play with a touchscreen. Yeah. 
Uh, last one I brought to the table today. Uh, I played some Sniper Elite 5. Oh, dude. That's the... Okay, so real quick before you get going there, I played Sniper Elite 3. I think it was 3. Anyhow, I'd never played... Yeah. I'd never played any of those games before. I'm not really like... That's not like my style of game per se. But for a game that I did not expect to like at all, I had a lot of fun with that for a short time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just uh, it's pretty cool. It's cool to shoot people and see x-rays of their bodies. <laughs> yeah, dude. To see their testicles explode. <laughs> and then the person behind them as well. So <laughs> so you played three. Uh-huh. Um, the last one I played seriously was two, which mm-hmm. was like just straight up European World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, then they did Africa, and then they did Italy, and now they're in France. So they're doing what is actually a really cool thing where they're telling different sides of the story mm-hmm. and, and the different like fronts of the war, uh, though they haven't gone to the Pacific yet, but I imagine that's probably next. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, it's a game usually known for its campaign, and I didn't play a ton of four, so some of this stuff might be returning, um, but they have like a straight up PvP multiplayer mode. Mm-hmm. Probably okay. I don't know. I'm probably not going to blow the world up. Um, they have like a survival thing, like a wave-based co-op situation. Mm-hmm. And then they've got your regular campaign. The The hook, the my favorite part, is uh, a lot like Deathloop. You can invade somebody's campaign <sighs> as as a Nazi sniper. That's uh, You got to be a Nazi, but you're still a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a really fucking cool mechanic. So... They really blew out the maps in this game mm-hmm. um, to, to the point where each one of these maps sort of feels like Metal Gear Solid 5 in a way. Like they're they're goddamn massive and it's obviously like a stealth game. So you're mm-hmm. sneaking around. You have like one main objective. And as you come across stuff, you'll run into like, oh, here's a side objective. Like maybe I should take out this cannon over here to help, you know, to help my cause. Yeah. Um, you are still doing the sniper elite stuff. You're using sound to mask your shots and, you know, trying to do two for ones and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But th- when they give you this like massive world, I spent probably five hours on the first map. <laughs> Just exploring. Like, and... yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And about halfway through, I got invaded and that was dope because you, you don't know where they are and they don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And as long as you stay hidden, it's pretty much going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the only catch there is as, as the, um, the Jaeger sniper, they call him, um, as the Jaeger, you can mark your allies in the same way that you can mark the enemies as, as the sniper and in like the far cry kind of way where you look at them with binoculars. Yeah. Um, you can mark your allies and anyone that you mark, if they see the allied player, they'll alert you. Mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. It incentivizes you to like move around the map and, and mark your mm-hmm. people. There also are these like phones set up where you can call for Intel as either side. So you can run up to one of these phones and you radio in and it's like, Hey, where's, where's the other sniper at? You know, mm-hmm. you're calling your, your Intel or whatever, and it'll mark their location, but it just marks where they were at that moment. Once they dip, once they move, you look at the map and it's like, okay, he was here 56 seconds ago. Oof three minutes ago, whatever, until you find new information so, on him. 
hiding is important, but moving quickly can also be pretty important too. It sounds yes, like. and and moving enough uh-huh. because if the game detects that you're camping, it alerts them at your position. Oh yes. <laughs> so I actually, the first time I got invaded, I got stuck in a sniper tower. I climbed up there. I took out the two dudes that were up there. I messed something up. The, the enemies were looking for me. So I'm just like, Oh, I'm just going to chill up here till they go back to their normal routine. Right? Like I, I don't want to yeah. see me and start shooting me because there's like nine of them. Um, I was just waiting there to see if they would go back to their, their patrols. And then it's like, Hey, you're camping. The enemy knows where you are now. <laughs> the enemy oh. sniper's coming for you. Uh, and sure enough, he did. And he blew my skull off. <laughs> <laughs> but it. it's it's generous enough with the uh, checkpoints that it literally reset me to that exact same spot. Oh, that's right. Just, just with no enemy sniper anymore mm-hmm. until I got invaded again. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, can cool. they invade you multiple times in the same mission? Um, I actually think it was the same player that tried to do it again. Oh, and then I think he left cause he's like, that was not a challenge for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that again. Um, I could be wrong about that, but that was like the day the game was out. Right. Uh, yeah. so I wanted to try this. I, I really wanted to try this. Mm-hmm. So I loaded up and the, the first time I got into one, I was on the same first map and, um, I think the host left or something. So it kicked me back out. So I tried a couple more times and one of the times I ended up in like the fifth mission in the game, something I'd never seen, but I'd never even considered before. Right. <laughs> right. So in, in a similar way to like Hitman, where there's like a variety of maps, the map I was in was like super close quarters and like super small. So I'm like, okay, this guy's got to be around here somewhere. And I have like a ton of allies, bad guys uh, around me. So I'm just going to start like running around looking for him. And then when one of my dudes starts shooting at him, I'll know where he is. Mm-hmm. As I was running around, I could hear his character call in on one of those Intel phones, like in the game. Uh-huh. I could hear him be like, hey, this is Captain whatever. I need I need a position of the Jaeger sniper. And I'm like, yo, shit, he's like right next to me. So I climb up a ladder. And he was right fucking there. <laughs> it was really cool. It was just really cool to That's see awesome. that Did happen. You get in real time. No, I downed him and then he shot oh. me with a pistol. <laughs> yeah, I have not successfully killed anyone. Nice. Um, as as either sniper, actually. I've not yeah. killed another player. Um yeah, it's just a really cool wrinkle in that game where yeah. it incentivizes you to take things really, really slow, and then through the action of some other player, they can be like, Hey, speed it up a little bit, you know, or yeah. or, or play completely differently. Um it's really cool. I cannot wait to play more of it. It seems from what I've played of the old games, it seems to just take that formula and just blow it out of the water. That's like cool. they looked at Hitman, they looked at Metal Gear Solid and they're like, "Hey, what if we just did a lot of this in a really cool way and added all these side missions that you don't need to do, but you're going to run into as you look for the main mission?" It's really. on Game Pass, right? It is. Oh, dude, I'm going to play it. Cool. It is. I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to. I was like, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to try it out. That sounds as, cool. As long as you don't mind taking it slow, because like that's what it's designed for. But you still yeah. you still also have um, enough tools to where you can kind of run and gun a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you're you're relatively fragile. So you, you better be good at the, the scooting as well as the shooting, you know? I'll probably end up trying to run through it like I always do on these games, getting frustrated and uninstalling. But uh, sorry, right. <laughs> I'll get a couple of headshots before that. 
yeah, no, it's at least worth checking out. Yeah. Because I think it does stuff that um, we just don't see a lot these days. Mm-hmm. But anyway, those are pretty much the games I played in the last month. We haven't done this. Yeah, buddy. It's the ones worth talking about. I ain't played much of shit. Thus is life. <laughs> I played the, the diaper cleaning game. That one's Ooh, fun. Um, okay. Because my daughter likes to only poop when I'm around. Mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I should be flattered or offended. Yeah, selective poopers. Do I think I, uh, Violet was like that too. Do I have one of those faces where it's just like <laughs> poop time? Um, yeah, that and just a lot of work. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But we should be able to do this. Uh, kid goes to bed around nine. It is now almost eleven. Um, we should be able to do this every Saturday. Yeah, as, that's as a good day for me. Um, we've got some other stuff. I feel like we're gonna do. Uh, you probably heard at the beginning of this, we have a new song. I'm throwing that in. Oh, and... I thought you were going to say the drink updates. I didn't know that that was going to be a part of the show. And then you said what? that. And was, see, I thought we started the show with oh. like, hey, what are you drinking? And I yeah, thought, no, there will be some of that like... too. <laughs> there, there will be some of that as well. Man, you know? it's going to be boring every single week. Oh, yeah, just water. Yeah, water. <laughs> I'll bring the spice. Okay, yeah, there we water, go. There we but go. it's got Bailey's in it as well. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be doing this more. Um, we'll talk about the other stuff when the other stuff comes up, I think. Mm-hmm. We got some stuff, though. It's cooking. Yeah. Yeah. I think we might um, at some point here, hopefully, uh, finish a way out so then we can talk about that experience uh, sometime in July, maybe the quarry. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what else. There's some other. Um, let me just check my Steam here. Um, I feel like playing some Elder Scrolls online, but Ugh. not not the new stuff because i i i didn't buy the new stuff yeah um a new rts game came out that i'm pretty jazzed on what's that crossfire legion oh yeah yeah i don't like i played the crossfire thing that came out on xbox and it was not good um but this is an rts so i don't know and there's also another one um starship troopers (sighs) Dude, that's cool. That's exciting. You know, I watched that the other day. Like, yeah, literally, maybe, maybe two months ago. I fucking love that movie, and I'll love it until I die, I think. I mean, it's it's like hyper satire, right? So it, it should yeah. it should hold up. Yeah, it's like any, like, a, almost like Mel Brooks movies, how they are. Like, they're never going to die. Well, yeah, I mean, some of his, mm. some things in his movies, you know, mm. yeah, different time, right? Yeah, I was going to say problematic. I can get over it, We though. can't cancel him because he's Mel Brooks and he's 95 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you could. It just wouldn't matter at all. Yeah, yeah it, wouldn't, it wouldn't matter at all. Yeah, um, yeah. so that's some stuff we got going on. Um, but yeah, I think we'll get out of here. Hope this recording is okay, considering uh, Craig, we were just singing his praises. Our producer um, decided to just abandon ship halfway through the show. Maybe he had to climb a tree, man. Motherfucker, we're hiring your cousin again. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. And if it's completely borked, then uh, we'll try again next week. <laughs> All right. And I'll just record it locally like I used to because apparently that's the way I should do it. All right, Lyle. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, Jordan. Thanks for hosting. I'm going to go to bed. Oh, cheers. I think it's yeah. time to go to bed. Yeah, it's um, calling my name. Are we still going to do the take your reward thing? Is that, is that what we're No, we're going to cook up something and insert it later.
catchphrase. There you go.